episode one. Dun, 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 dun. Why we love Disney. We love it. When I wish upon a star for that one special girl to take me on the ride to a whole new world. Under the sea of bare necessities You've got a friend of me cause I'm fun and fancy free With you on my arm people won't know what to do Say I wanna be like you Bibbidi bobbidi boo Like Woody and Jesse in Toy Story 2 Girl I have your name written on the bottom of my shoe Your beauty is full throttle Looking like a supermodel I'm a lucky duck like Donald Well without the waddle you're the best thing in my life And you should know this Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious Hello and welcome to episode one of Married with Mouse Ears. Um, I am one of your hosts, Michael Agnew. And I'm your other host, Zara Agnew. And uh, we really just love podcasting and so we wanted to start up a podcast, Married with Mouse Ears, where we talk about marriage, pop culture, and our favorite thing in the world, Disney! Man, we pulled that off pretty well, Zara. Not too shabby. Not too bad. Um, so yeah, so this is our first episode. We really don't know what this is going to be like. I would say between the two of us, we listen to probably 12 or 15 podcasts. Yeah, it sounds about right. We, we really like podcasts. We do. Um, we listen to a few Disney ones, listen to a few pop culture ones. I listen to one about books. Yeah. Do you, do you, do you listen to, to one about Harry Potter? I do. That's true. Uh, I listen to a ton of sports. Bill Simmons is my hero. And this is step two into being Bill Simmons, because step one, out of the limo. Yeah, I, I was going to say, you forgot to mention that we listened to like three different Bachelor-themed Bachelor podcasts. Podcast. So if uh, you want to listen to the true beginning of our podcast world, me and my friend Isaac, um, I'm sure that we will talk a lot about Isaac and Barb on this podcast, but we have one about The Bachelor. It's, it's called Out of the Limo. Out of the Limo. Yeah, that's Michael and Isaac, and me and um, Isaac's wife, Barbara, we have been guest featured just a few times on their podcast, so we've had our, we've dipped our foot into the water of the podcasting world. Yeah. Whenever, seriously, Zara is like way more funnier than I am, and uh, has hotter takes. So my guard, Zara, join me. Let's start up another podcast. Why not? Why not? So, first podcast, Married with Mouse Ears, the question is... Why do we love Disney so much? That is such a good question. And so this podcast won't just be about Disney, but uh, probably each episode we'll talk about something about Disney because Disney is bae. It's life. It is definitely bae. It is bae. Yeah. So we're both 26. We are married, obviously. We live in Texas. And yeah, people out there might be wondering... Y'all are adults. Why do you love Disney so much? Why do you still go yeah. there at least once a year? Why? Yeah. What is, what comes down to the, not quite obsession, but just the love? Where does it come from? Yeah. So, Michael, where where would you say your Disney love comes from? My folks, for sure. So, both of my parents, whenever my parents got married, they took their honeymoon to Disney World. It was, I believe, my dad's first time ever, my mom's second time ever, and so they just became Disney fans for sure, and whenever I was probably eight years old, I have two younger brothers, Jacob and Nathan. We are, are two years apart, so Nathan was four, Jacob was six, I was eight. We took our first Disney family vacation um, whenever I was eight, and really every year or every other year, we would go to Disney. By the time that I 
had gone to college. I was 18. I had met Zara. I had been to Disney World like eight or nine times. I, in my circle of friends, I knew more about Disney, had been to Disney World more than anyone else I had ever met. And then I met Zara. And she had been to Disney World even more times than I had. And that was one of the strongest pillars, that and you love Jesus, the two strongest pillars that made me like you. So, Zara, what about you? Same kind of story. Um, My family definitely has influenced my love for Disney, my mom's side of the family. uh, They go multiple times a year. My grandparents live in Georgia now, but my mom and her family grew up in Florida. And so I think they went the year it opened, if I'm not mistaken. My mom, if it opened in 71, if I'm right. Yeah, see, I'm not that big of a fan. I think that's right. Um, Then my mom was 11 when it opened. And um, so she has fond memories of going to the campgrounds and, like, being able to wander around Disney World on their own with, like, adult supervision, which would be awesome. Um, so my first memory of being there was, um, when I was four and it was, um, Christmas break or Christmas time. Yeah. And I remember getting some presents there. I don't know if that was my first time there, but that's like my first memory I have of being there. And I've definitely been, I I would say about once a year since I was four, I guess. But so it's definitely something that my family loves and I've just grown up um, going to Disney World and watching the movies and taking part in the whole Disney universe, basically. And so a a lot of people, like growing up, you might go one or two times, like during your lifetime, like growing up, and then you become parents and then you might take your kids one or two times. But for both of our families, going to Disney World is like a rite of passage. Like the year just doesn't feel complete unless you walk down Main Street. And you can experience the Disney magic. And Mm -hmm. so I have a lot of friends who used to always kind of like make fun of me or or be like, dude, branch out, do something different. And I'm like, why would I want to branch out and do something different whenever I can experience the greatest place on the planet in Disney World once a year? Very true. Yeah, we I remember going on some other family vacations like a cruise to Alaska or we would go to like the mountains and go... um, like whitewater rafting, like those are fun, but my family just like our number one place was always Disney World, and yeah. so I'd start, I would just remember going there the most. Um, my mom one time had to call my elementary school and be like, Um, Zara's not gonna make it today, she's sick, like <laughs> in the entrance of um Main Street while the delicious smells were happening and the music was in the background, and I was like, Ha ha ha, I'm missing school. That was awesome. I don't know if I ever missed school for Disney World. Maybe I did. I don't know. All right. So, yeah. Um, so, Zara, what is probably your number one favorite thing about Disney World? Um, I guess I would say that it's just the magical feeling that you get when you're there. Just being when you drive into the Disney property and seeing all the signs and you get so excited. Yeah. Like my family used to to drive a lot, so we would go there, but later on we would fly and you would f- get on the Magical Express and that was like the first yeah. magical moment of getting you to would the park parks. You park in like Pluto 4. 
I never no. We we my grandparents usually had a car. Oh yeah. And they yeah. would drive down separately. Okay. So okay. we never had to park oh, in see, the big parking lot. Okay, lots. see now this is one of the differences. Y'all always mm-hmm. stayed on property. On property. Yep. I had never stayed on property until our honeymoon. Oh yeah. So like my parents took their hun- honeymoon to Disney World. Me and Zara took our honeymoon to Disney World too cuz uh, it's just in our blood. Um, but that was the first time I, I had ever stayed at like a Disney resort on property. All of the, all of the other times we like stayed at like the holiday Inn main gate East because they would have these like themed rooms where it would be like a spaceship or like a cabin in the wilderness. And it was also cheap. And it's not like my parents had oodles of money. Um, they weren't DVC members like Mima. Your grandma. Yeah, that's another thing I love about Disney is that you get all these perks and things when you stay on property. And like Michael said, my family always stays on property. I've never been to a Disney trip and stayed off property. So I grew up going to Port Orleans, Riverside, even before it was named that. It had a different name and then they changed it. But um, I love Port Orleans. That's a great resort. And then um, I think later on my grandparents did become DVC members and we started staying at, um, what is it called? The New York-themed um, DVC resort. Got no idea. I, I can't remember the, the name right now. The resort I've stayed at is... Uh, Wilderness Lodge, where you stay with me. Wilderness Lodge. And now and Animal the, the, Kingdom. the Tribal Palace. The, which is what we call the room we've stayed in at the Animal Kingdom yeah. twice now. So I've stayed in, I'd say, four different, yeah, four different Disney resorts. So I've had a decent yeah. amount of experiences in staying at those from mid-level to, like, top tier. But yeah. I haven't stayed in, like, like, if me and Michael just went by ourselves, like, we probably would try out, like, Pop Century or oh, yeah. something like that. we're not just, rolling in that money, though. No, no, we're not. We're just normal people. So we would probably try that out. But we, uh, my family, another thing, um, they really enjoy going to look at all the different resorts. Because each resort Which has, Which my family like, never does. Yeah, say we're there for, like, a longer amount of time and maybe it's a rainy day or we just are tired in the morning and just want to do something different. Yeah. We'll just get in their car and drive to a different resort and walk around because the theming really is fantastic. Every resort has a different theme, has different restaurants, has a different gift shop. Um, the lobbies are beautiful. Um, each one you walk into has just a different um, atmosphere. It really is just fantastic, magical theming, like every single one. Yeah. So we've done a good amount of just walking around touring looking at different resorts, um, and I I personally would love to branch out and try more restaurants at, at the resorts because my family kind of gets stuck in a rut trying eating at the same restaurant. Shots fired! I'm just saying, if I was in charge, I would pick some different places, but yeah. they just know what they like yeah. and what well, their favorite places are. Well, yeah, like that's the thing about Disney is... Like your family has probably gone twenty plus times. Like you're like you have a cousin who's going into who was in the tenth grade. Dude has been thirty times. Like more, in his probably lifetime. more than me now because yeah. he goes so yeah. many times. Um, but you, there are still so many things about Disney that we haven't that even done. You haven't done totally. Or like I've, places that you haven't eaten at. Yes. Um, For like, example, I've never done the water parks before. Michael's done those, oh yeah. but I've never done oh yeah. them. Uh, you like, had never done Disney Quest. True. I still have never done Disney Quest. Well, yeah. Well, I don't think Disney Quest exists anymore. Maybe not. Rip. <laughs> Rip Disney Quest. But yeah, there's so many things I still haven't even done. I'm not saying I need to do all of them, like 
golf course or whatever. I'm like, yeah, eh, yeah. I don't know if I want to do a golf course at Disney, but yeah. there's definitely like restaurants that I would like to try that I haven't tried or just going to like a lobby bar and just getting like an appetizer or something or yeah. just actually going to every resort and seeing what it's like. I've been to a lot of them, but definitely not all of them, but there's, there's things I would want to continue to check out on my future trips. Well, yeah, for sure. Um, but, but yeah, because Disney, I think my favorite thing about Disney is that it's always expanding and that it's always trying to be like the best, like strive for excellence and and everything that it does. Like this whole Avatar Land, like we went in spring break, so it was less than a year ago, like six months ago, and already by then they have like a whole new land. They have Avatar Land. We still haven't tried it. There's two new rides. There's like stuff to eat. There's places to go see. And uh, we haven't even, like, seen that yet. And we just went in March. Bummer. Bummer. And so Zara probably every other week tries to give me subtle hints about, hey, Michael, we can take, like, a weekend off and uh, just take two days and just go to Disney World and check out Avatar Land. Mostly I said that to him today because I was really missing Disney World because I watched this dumb Disney weddings happily ever after on Hulu yesterday because I was just really feeling... The nostalgia and the yeah the withdrawals. Zara, I get the withdrawals. Zara, y'all. Zara gets strong withdrawals. I don't. As long like I'm cool going like every other year, um, unless there's like so like with Avatar Land, I really 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 want to go see that. Um, but yeah, yeah. So you're saying you like Disney because it's always changing and expanding it's always trying it and it's always doing like new things so like there was d23 every every single year disney has like a big convention conference kind of how like apple has their like once a year thing where they unveil their new plans for like the macbook or the iphone disney has d23 and they unveil all of their new movies or theme parks or cruises or whatever like all of their new plans and this year they this year was like it was insane it was like christmas times 10 like they talked about the new Star Wars hotel, new Star Wars land. Talked about all of these restaurants. We'll probably have like a podcast yeah. dedicated just to D twenty three. Yeah, um, I didn't and really talk about our opinions on all of the new stuff. I didn't really start paying attention to D twenty three. I guess until the past couple of years, like it wasn't really on yeah. my radar yeah. or on my register until I started really listening to Disney podcasts and. Um, I'd say in the past, like, four years, I've gotten more into different um, Disney blogs as well. Like, I really like the Disney food blog that keeps me up to date on, like... You used to read that all the time. I know. Back when I had a desk job, I was like, um, I'm just going to read this Disney blog yeah, all there, day. Yeah, Zara used to work at... Maybe I shouldn't say that. That's awkward. Whatever. You gave me this weird look. Anyway. Maybe I'll edit that Now I don't work at a desk job, so I don't get to read it as much. But I love the Disney food blog, and I like the Disney parks blog, which the Disney company puts out. And they always, every day, have new articles with just, like, cute pictures or videos of stuff that's happening in the parks and just park news about new merchandise that's coming out. Yeah. I just like to keep up to date on what's going on so yeah so hopefully we'll have quite a few more podcasts and talking about our favorite rides or favorite food places or d23 or all of this different stuff um so every single episode will have something about disney in it because we love it because we love it um but we obviously know 
but not everyone loves Disney as much as us. Hopefully you will listen to this podcast and you will begin to love it, try something new. Who knows? Um, but we got other stuff too, though. I guess so. Do we? Sure, we do. Sure, we do. So me and Zara actually just got back from another vacation. That, that wasn't Disney. That wasn't Disney. <laughs> but it was wonderful, though. Yeah, it was good. We went uh, with our wonderful friends, Barb and Isaac Harris, or Isaac and Barb. Um, Barb and Isaac. <laughs> Does it matter? I don't know. Um, we went to Cancun. It was my first ever time at Cancun. Mexico. Mexico. Um, we went to an all-inclusive resort, which was fantastic. Um, and yeah, so I just thought that we could talk about that and... Uh, Give our opinions. Yeah. So, rule question number one, Zara. Did you like the trip? I did. I did. Definitely. It wasn't... I mean, beach in general isn't my first choice. Mm, true. Like, true. obviously, I would pick Disney, you know, whatever. But I've... Also kind of like exploring like cities. Like we did a short little New Orleans trip a couple months ago. That was pretty fun. Yeah. Like, you know, like we did Europe last year. I like to kind of walk around a city, like check out the local museums or get some coffee at a place and go to a local restaurant. Um, so 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 this was very different, yeah, because uh I didn't feel super comfortable. Just walking around the streets of Mexico. Yeah. So we didn't, me and Michael didn't even leave the resort yeah. at all. We just stayed there. Isaac and Barb did for they like did. a little bit. And then it rained on them. So that <laughs> <come> Suckers. <laughs> That's what you get for leaving the all-inclusive bubble. Exactly. You get rained on. I mean, I still felt like I got a decent shot of culture. Like everyone at the resort was speaking Spanish. So I got yeah. to practice my Spanish, which was fun. Guys, funny story. So... There was one morning where I wake up, it's like nine o'clock in the morning, which is pretty early for us because it's like all inclusive. We don't have kids like you can sleep in to like whenever. And I turn around, Zara has headphones in and she's going over a Spanish app on her phone, like learning Spanish vocab words. Well, guys, okay. I've taken Spanish since literally first grade all the way through college, several years in college. Wait, you took Spanish in first grade? Yeah. Who the my, heck does that? My elementary school was like an academy, so they had Fancy. Spanish classes. Fancy. And I remember every Man. week a Spanish teacher. I, I think it was up, just once y'all. a week. I yeah. married up. A Spanish teacher would come and she we would watch videos and there would be songs and you would be like learning the colors and the numbers and stuff. Huh. Yeah. Even at my mom's Mother Day Out program where she teaches, the little preschoolers are learning Spanish. This is wild. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I like to keep my skills up to date by using the Duolingo Spanish app. Shout out to Duolingo. Yeah, you can you can give me free stuff for this. If Thanks, you guys. want to sponsor this podcast, Duolingo, because I'm sure that you're listening to this, <laughs> hit us up. <laughs> yeah, they have actually a ton of different um, languages on there. Like they have Portuguese. Like I downloaded it because our friend Barbara speaks Portuguese. Yeah, it was super hard. Um, <laughs> I also have French and Italian on there from when we went to um, France and Italy last year. I mean, it's definitely a lot easier if you're already familiar with the language, obviously, um, to kind of keep, you know, up to date on what your skills are. Yeah, it's a lot sure. harder to just like jump in not knowing anything, but sure. I think it's still like a good way to learn some phrases or something. Yeah. 
So anyway. See, Spanish was the like bane of my existence. Um, you might have picked up on this on the podcast, but I have a stutter. It used to be really, 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 really bad in high school and parts of college. Um, but eventually I was able to master somewhat the English language with my stutter. Spanish, whole other ball game. Like, I just cannot do it in like a foreign language. So even though I, I took four semesters at Baylor, I took three years. Um, I did two and a half years of AP in or pre-AP in high school. And then Senora Hicks said, Michael, please stop taking AP. So I had to drop to regs for Spanish three. Rip. Rough. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, so Cancun was, was great for Zara because she got to expand on her gift of foreign languages. <laughs> Which I'm not even that good, but I was like, yo quiero practicar mi español cuando in Mexico. And then the person would just be like, oh, okay, great, sure. See, there it is. This was also our first time to travel with friends. Yes, our first time. Yeah, and I always like hear people warn us like, hey, like, man, make sure that you're really good friends with, with who you are traveling with because travel will expose all of their flaws and awfulness i mean i guess we did like a short road trip with them um a few years ago oh, when yeah. we took them back to pearland michael's hometown H-town. so oh, we've traveled with H-town. them like shortly yeah shout out to houston we we love you guys um so we've done like a short road trip with them but never like a week long overseas yeah. fly on an airplane sort of thing so this was our first experience doing that and it was great i mean I we're better it. friends with them now than we were before we are i mean i think we hung out literally every day every day um like the whole day the whole day exactly and you know we have i could already tell we had similar personalities but after this it just really cemented like us still being friends in the future and going yeah. on future vacations like we've already talked about a few other places we want to go yeah. so that was really traveling. Good. No kids. It's the life. It is for now. Um, so my favorite thing about this trip was we got a cabana on the beach with a butler service. All right, and um, our favorite butler was was th- this guy named Big Mac. Maclovio. Maclovio. Uh, but but he just let us call him Big Mac, and the dude would just like provide food and drinks and like whatever like. Like, he was just, like, a hawk. And as soon as I would, like, finish my drink, dude would be there with another one. Or he would, like, just bring out nachos or chicken wings without us asking. And it was If wonderful. our ice got 10% melty, he would bring out a whole new bucket of ice for our included champagne. It was glorious. It was. Um, it totally made the whole trip. So, yeah. So, seriously, we sat out on the beach from, like, 11 to 5 every single day. Um, we did some boogie boarding. Zara, um, was that your first time ever boogie boarding or had you done it before? No, I did it with your family when we went to Florida a few oh, years yeah. ago, yeah, yeah. but I, I'm not saying I'm like super good at Dude, it Dude, I anything. love boogie boarding. It is like my jam. Yeah, I'd rather just kind of like sit on the beach or just kind of like wade in a little bit and yeah, kind of like yeah. hang out. I loved it. Yeah, the beach. It, I mean, the first day was super hot. The yeah. other two days weren't super hot. They were so that pretty was, overcast. That was okay. Yeah, so overall, Cancun was wonderful. Oh, yeah. I got my first ever massage. Oh, boy. It was a hot stone massage. Um, I have this thing just about, like, people, like, touching me. Like, I am. Like, I never, hardly ever hug people except for Zara or my family. Um, I, you know, I'll, like, dap them up or, like, give people, like, high fives or, like, whatever. But as far as pe- people being in my circle, in my personal bubble, 
not so much. So I was very nervous about the massage, but it was straight up wonderful. It was wonderful. So um, if you've never gotten a massage before, do it. Do it. Like, yeah, like it was like kind of expensive and stuff, but they, it's worth it. But they gave us a little discount or yeah. so they said. And then other than that, so we talked about Disney, Cancun, and now pop culture. Alright, so for the pop culture, we are going to call this segment Heroes and Villains, which is our hero being our favorite thing of this week, villain being least favorite thing of the week. Name title could change, we'll see, but I think it's going to be awesome. We like it. So, the hero of the week is... Riverdale. Alright, so Riverdale is the show on... Netflix. Um, it actually comes on the CW. So it's not new. So yeah, so it's not new. But I think we're late to the game. But on it's this new one. to us. All right, and um, so I I love Twitter. Probably thirty percent of my day is spent just scrolling on Twitter. No lie. All right, um, Zara hates it. All yeah. right, um, but people just keep tweeting about Riverdale. I keep seeing all of this stuff. Um, but I knew it was a CW show, and normally CW stands for catatonically wrong all right <laughs> so actually i just made that up on the spot that was awful i had no idea what you were gonna I say i didn't know either all right so um but people just kept talking about it and me and zara love watching netflix love watching tv show shows that's why i married her um or a big reason because zara is totally fine with me just and her just vegging out on the couch for like three hours watching netflix or longer or longer the way to my heart it's just sitting there doing nothing. It's eating jalapeno chips. Eating jalapeno chips. All Which right. I did today. Yes, you did. It was great. Um, so Riverdale. Um, talk a little bit about Riverdale, Zara. So I uh, we I guess Michael had seen it on Twitter, but I knew nothing about it. I didn't even know it was a CW show. I just read the little blurb about it and knew that it was based on the Archie comic books. And I was like, oh, that sounds weird. I don't like comic books. That's weird. Yeah, I used to read the Archie comic books. I remember my mom would wait in line at Kroger um, whenever she would do grocery shopping. That's the only thing I know about Archie about Archie. Yeah, like, I guess I've, like, read them a couple times, but I just thought it was going to be a dumb TV show that I was not into. But we were desperate looking for a new show. We're always looking for... Desperate. Desperate. We're always looking for something else to watch. um, Yeah. Because we like to binge it, like, finish it. One of these podcast episodes, we'll have to talk about all of our favorite shows. Oh, for sure. we got a lot. That's coming up. Um, so... But Michael was like, let's just try it. And I was like, okay, sure. And oh man, right off the bat, after the first episode, we were like already hooked because they have this like mystery in the first episode. Something crazy happens and the characters are just like so good. They pull you in. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, to me, had kind of a slight Pretty Little Liars vibe. It with did. Like the mystery and the like, they're in high school. So of course, you know, there's like drama. Now Pretty Little Liars is like one of the few shows that Zara loves that I just was like anti. Like I just couldn't do it. Um, and as the episode started, I got that vibe. But it like was actually pretty fun though, and pretty drama filled. Yeah, and you I pushed on it. through, and it was still yeah. good. No, yeah. So, do you want me to talk about more what it's about? Um, sure, just like a little bit. I, I mean, like keep it somewhat spoiler free. Okay, so there's these four characters based obviously on the Archie um, comic book characters. So there yeah. we have Archie. He's like your main man, your hero guy, who the show basically revolves around. He's like a not really a goody two shoes, but he. 
as a football player, like the town's like all-star guy who just started recently liking music a lot. And so that's kind of a conflict between him and his father, like how much time he devotes like to music or music. Exactly. So he's like torn. He's like the athlete who can also sing. Of course, he's good at everything. The rough life. And then we have Jughead, who's like this mystery character. He's kind of the high school loner. He likes to do his own thing. He, um... But tell the big, the greatest part about Jughead. Oh. <laughs> it's played by Cole Sprouse. Dun, 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 dun. Oh my Disney God. strikes again. Oh, my gosh. We just weren't ready for it. We weren't. We were like, wait, we've seen this guy before. Then we're like, oh, my God. Sweet life back at it. Sweet life of Zach and Cody. He's grown up. Yeah. He now wears beanies. He, he looks pretty cute. I'm not going to lie. Um, so he's the loner guy. And then we have... Betty, who is definitely the high school sweetheart. Like, her parents expect her to, like, be a perfect student. She's blonde. She's cute. She always has her hair in a ponytail. Um, She eventually becomes a cheerleader. Like, she's, like, perfect little miss princess school person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we have Veronica, who's the dark horse. She's new to town. The new girl. She's the new girl. Full of mystery. Yeah, basically. So she's like the darker version of Betty. Like they are both cheerleaders, but she's, you know, the brunette. She's the kind of like vampy girl who's always wearing daddy's pearls. Like yeah. she's the, the rich girl um, who, you know, has her handbags and her heels at school. All right. So that is Riverdale. It's really good. Y'all, it's we really watched good. the whole We don't want to spoil season. it, so please watch it. We might talk about it more in depth later. Okay, because season two is coming out yeah. soon. I don't know when, but we've seen spoilers. We've seen the teaser trailers. Yeah. Um, and it not looks so really much good. Spoilers, but okay, like, not spoilers. We've just seen like trailers. trailers. Yeah, yeah. We, about we are spoiler free. That's true. We're a spoiler free podcast for yeah. sure. Um, so because, um, season one kind of leaves you on a cliffhanger, of course, like any good show would to make you want to come back for season two. So we are eagerly awaiting. I don't know if it's going to be a thing where I guess we have to watch it on CW or Hulu. Probably Hulu. Um, I'm hoping because it's not going to all come out on Netflix at one time, but right now it's all on Netflix. You can watch it the whole season there. So that was a show we mutually really enjoyed. And then the villain of the week it is the state of movies right now. So it is now turned into September. Um, and this was honestly a wonderful summer of movies. All right. Um, if you um, know anything about me and Zara, you know that me and Zara go to probably a movie every other week, if not more. Um, normally, I have seen at least 40 plus movies in theaters during a calendar year. So going at least. At least. So last year was like 46. All right. Um, and. Yeah, so going to movies is our thing. This summer was filled with some wonderful hits. We have Baby Driver, Spider-Man, Dunkirk, Planet of the Apes, uh, Wind River I just saw. Um, Those were all fantastic movies. And we honestly have gotten spoiled because me and Zara, it's Labor Day. We got nothing else to do. This is why we we made this podcast. And uh, there's literally nothing. It was so depressing. So Michael and I have a little bit of different taste in movies, like those ones he just mentioned. I haven't seen all of those. I was really, this summer was definitely good. Like there's definitely something I wanted to see like almost 
every week. Like, I really like the um, superhero movies. Like, I'm totally into those. But I was really just wanting a, like, romantic rom-com movie, which I didn't feel like I really got this summer, which is kind of sad. But literally looking at the movie app, like, yesterday, I was like, there's just, like, literally nothing I want to see. So we are going to read through this pitiful list. Number one, Leap. With an exclamation point at the end. This is like a little kids movie. I think it's. I've heard it's about dancing, which I like. I'm a dancer. Well, it got 35 percent on Rotten t- Tomatoes, mm. and if you have to add an exclamation point to the end of your movie title to add more excitement to it, your movie's boring. Rip. Rip. All right. Um, a movie called All Saints. It got 93 percent, but I haven't heard of it. It's actually about. It's actually a Christian movie. Um, so we'll see. Mm. We'll see. Wind River, I've already seen it. All right. Tulip Fever has Alicia Vikander, who we both like, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. You gave me this weird look for like half do. a second. All right. But it got 10%. That's so sad. Boo. It's supposed to be like a sexy thriller. Boo. But it's also rated R, which is not always my favorite That's choice. That's not Zara's favorite. So I'm, I'm willing to branch out more, though. All right. Um, there's Annabelle Creation. No, nah, we do not mess with those it's a scary de- thing. demonic, no. scary nope. movies. Nope. Um, me and Zara did see Paranormal 1 in theaters. I don't know what we were thinking. I don't know what we were doing. Why It did still we do messed that? me up. It's been like seven or... What the? <laughs> Why did you jump like that? I don't know. We were talking about Paranormal. Oh, my God. And then the air conditioning came on, and then it freaked me out. Zara, that was weird. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just, like, gave me this... <laughs> Look as if my face We're just, just talking about this movie and it's already freaking me out. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Man, you just, oh man, Sorry. it was like my face just turned into like a demon. That was very w- weird and real and authentic what just happened. <laughs> I don't even know. All right. Then there was Dunkirk. Dunkirk came out in July, y'all, and it's still in theaters. Michael already saw it. All right. Birth of the Dragon, 17%. Spider-Man. Spider-Man still came here. out at the beginning of summertime That was literally the first, like, summer movie it's we saw. It's still out there. Close Encounters of the Third Kind came out 30 years ago, and they're bringing it back because the movie sucks so much. The Emoji Movie came out months ago. Boo. It's, like, the worst movie of all time. It has an 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. Boo. The Hitman's Bodyguard. Boo. If Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson are the two starring roles in a movie, just don't see it. Just don't see it. Man, I used to think that Ryan Reynolds was going to be, like, the new Somebody. Ryan Gosling. Not anymore. It did not happen. He does have a really funny Twitter, though, so that's his one redeeming quality. And number two. He's married to Blake He's Lively. married to Blake Lively. Oh, oh man. Uh, all right, so Despicable Me 3 Boo. came out months ago. Cars 3, that was our first summer activity, like, for student ministry on, like, June 15th. It's lasted three months. No. Still here. Wonder Woman. Um, I already saw it. The Nut Job 2. Nope. Bye. Who in the world saw The Nut Job 1? If you saw The Nut Job 1, rethink your priorities, please. <laughs> rethink it. All right? Um, the Dark Tower, which we were so desperate to see a movie. That we actually saw it, We guys. actually went and saw it. And spoiler alert, it's the worst movie of the year. Okay, I didn't it's think so it was bad. that bad. I fell asleep. I never fall asleep you in movies. You definitely fell asleep. Movies are... My thing, and I fell asleep. It's so bad. I won't say it was the worst, but uh, definitely wasn't the best. Baby Driver came out at the beginning of summer, and then the last movie, War for Planet of the Apes. The only one I want to see on all of those, Michael's already saw it, is Baby Driver, and I was kind of waiting till it came to the Dollar Theater or to Redbox, but it's still in the theaters. 
because the movies are so bad that Ugh. they got nothing else to show. Do we have anything redeeming coming up? Did you see any news about anything good? Um, okay. Yes, for me. I hate scary movies. We just had this weird, awkward thing about Paranormal Activity 1, but it... Is coming out this weekend. Definitely not seeing that, you guys. Me nope, and Aaron nope, Pugh. Nope. Shout out to Aaron Pugh. I hope that you're listening. Um, Aaron is Aaron is my movie going friend. Whenever Zara doesn't want to go see a movie, AKA Dunkirk, Planet of the Apes. The Apes Wind freak River. me out. When River. Yeah, you have this weird thing about War of the Planet of the Apes. I just Apes. really hate it. It was very funny. I've seen some of them with you because you made me go, but I literally put my foot down and refused to see this one. That was my favorite movie of the entire year so far. I don't even far. care. I just, I just really dislike those scary, scary monkeys. Yeah, well, I don't... Uh, yeah, so it is coming out. There's a movie called Home Again with Reese Witherspoon. We love Reese Witherspoon. Not saying it's going to be good, though. Um, but it doesn't really have, like, a rating right now. All right, then, the week after that, Mother with Jennifer for Lawrence, which I also we really want to see. We don't even know what that's about, but it, it looks has, creepy. It has J-Law. That's all I need. But J-Law. It's probably going to be really creepy. I, I I know. Then really, Zara, I have bad news. There's really nothing. This the, is awful. The end of September, there's the American Made movie with Tom Cruise. I really want to see that. I don't know what that is. It's, okay. it's kind of like Narcos, but he's like the plane driver of like the cartel of like Columbia. Mm. He, he, he's working for the cartel and for the American like DEA and he's working for both. It's an 87%. It's supposed to be like the first movie in a long time that Tom Cruise is actually good in. So I'm excited for it. Uh, rated R looks like Aaron Pugh. That will be a movie you will see Shout with out, Michael. Well, me and Aaron get pumped about that trailer every single time that we see it. So um, mm. there is that Flatliners movie with oh, Ellen I'm kind Page, of excited about Juno. that. know. Um, which is like a very weird, confusing trailer. Yes. Because it starts off looking like a rom-com. Yes. Well, or just like kind of like a sci-fi, like, oh, we're well, friends. Well, no, there's like the first scene of like them in like the cafeteria. Oh, that's true. And it's like, oh, all right. Ellen Page is in like a new Juno type movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it's like weird sci-fi. And uh-huh. then it's like creepy stuff. Final Destination stuff going oh, on. Oh, super weird. So I'm not sure. I um, want to see it. It looks weird enough that I want to see it. And then the... And then you might not even want to see this, but beginning of October, they are, since they have no original thoughts, are bringing back Blade Runner with my hero and my number one true love, Ryan Gosling. Um, so I'm very pumped for that one. I don't know. I mean, obviously, but I didn't see can, the first one. As we just keep scrolling down, nothing really it's good. It's not exciting. So. Oh, there's a slight... Not rom-com, but, like, something kind of romantic. Kate Kate Winslet and Idris Elba, which is very interesting pairing, in my opinion. I love Idris. So, yeah, it's like a survival-type movie. Except in The Dark Tower. Man, what a missed opportunity for That was upsetting. But that looks... It's kind of pulling me in a little bit. Um, But other than that, nothing too exciting until probably closer to Christmas, I would say. Yeah. We've got Thor in November. That's a long time to wait for that. A long time. Justice so basically, League. our villains of this week is just the overall state of movies. Um, they won us over, or they won me over with Summertime. Um, I thought we were headed in the right direction. Now Summertime has ended, and one of my favorite things of doing, going to movies, is just going to come to a complete halt. We can't even do it. We can't even go see a movie. There's I nothing know. good. I know. Well, I will still be going, and I'll just be seeing mediocre movies. Blech. Nothing will be more mediocre than The Dark Tower, though. All right. Well, thank you so much for making it through the first episode of yeah. Married with Mouse Ears. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, hope that y'all enjoyed this. Um, please let us know if you did enjoy it. 
Um, if you have any questions, if you thought something was funny or not funny, if you have a better idea, better suggestion for hero and villain for like what this will be called, or if you want us to have another type of segment, let us know. Interact with us. Yeah. Be our friends on social media. Okay, until next week, we'll see you next time. All right, peace. When I wish upon a star for that one special girl to take me on the ride to a whole new world. Under the sea of bare necessities, you've got a friend in me.